More of The Truth with Sherwin Hughes is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. When Dominion voting systems filed its defamation case against Fox News, the political world may not have been fully prepared for the significance of those revelations. To a very real degree, some observers, many of whom were already inclined to believe the worst about the controversial network, weren't quite cynical enough about what the public might learn. Now we know better. To recap, a recent court filing presented evidence that suggested Fox News promoted bogus election claims they knew to be false on purpose in order to placate its audience and make money. It was also learned that News Corp executive chairman Rupert Murdoch acknowledged under oath that some prominent news hosts, quote, endorsed baseless claims the network knew to be wrong. And while Fox News has denied all wrongdoing and is vigorously contesting the lawsuit, the hits just keep on coming. NBC News reported overnight, for example, on a series of internal Fox communications, including a text message from January 4th, 2021, in which Tucker Carlson said he, quote, passionately hated Donald Trump, even as the host delivered a very different message to his viewers. The revelation is in hundreds of pages of testimony, private text messages and emails from top Fox News journalists and executives that were that were made public yesterday, adding to the trove of documents that show a network in crisis after it alienated core viewers by reporting accurately. They alienated viewers by reporting accurately on the results of the 2020 presidential election. The messages are blunt and at times profane as hosts and top executives panicked about how to boost their ratings as Trump refused to acknowledge his defeat. The depositions, meanwhile, offer the broad set picture of yet how executives, including Fox Corp chairman Rupert Murdoch, allow baseless conspiracy theories to flourish on air. I need y'all to understand how this has impacted our democracy. Do you know that you've got people running for office right now that will legitimately lose? They'll lose because, you know, if you don't get enough votes, you don't win the election. That's why we got to teach math in school. If you don't get enough votes, you lose the election. Carrie Lake in Arizona lost the election, didn't believe the results. If a prominent corporate news outlet gets a segment of the American population to not trust our democracy, to not trust other voters, to not trust the electronics that are used to count our ballots. Every election is subject to be accused of fraud. Every single election. They lied. They knew that these claims of the election being stolen were baseless and they did it anyway. There are candidates who are running and who will run, who will lose their elections. And you know what they're going to do? They're going to blame black people. They're going to blame faulty voting machines. They're going to blame conspiracies. All because of this. Had they just said, you know what? Yeah, Donald Trump sucked. He didn't get enough votes. He lost. He didn't get enough electoral college votes. I mean, he got a lot of popular votes. But he lost. Let's move on to the next story and talk about the Biden administration. They didn't do that to keep people tuned in. So the stock price would go up so they can continue to make money so they wouldn't lose any sponsors or advertising dollars. They lied to people. The hosts knew that it was all false. 
the CEO of News Corp knew that it was all false and they did it anyway and has had a profound negative effect on our democracy because now you can, and it's not Democrats that are running and losing elections because when a Democrat loses, nobody argues with it because Democrats can lose every election. Democrats can lose elections when it's nothing but Democrats running in the damn election. Democrats don't promote that until the previous caller show me an example of how CNN knew that a Democratic candidate lost but said, no, it's a Republican conspiracy. The Democrat actually won. Show me that example. You can't because they don't exist. Do news outlets propagandize? Of course they do. But to be blatantly and intentionally deceptive to try and keep your ratings up and improve the stock price and to keep sponsors and advertisers and to keep an ignorant audience captivated and hooked, that's disgusting. That is disgusting. Let's talk to Al from Sherman Park. You're on the new 1017 The Truth. How are you? Hey, I'm good. Um, as you know, I'm a big proponent of just putting it all out there and letting the people decide. And I think you got to know, because I'm all over the spectrum with news, right? I watch everything from the, the Young Turks to Tucker Carlson, MSNBC, CNN, just to get a lay of the land. because all of the networks do uh, lies of omission. I've noticed that, just lies of omission. I wish there was a program out there that would let the audience question the reporters. So you have a panel of reporters, and this would be a, maybe a daily program, where an hour or two hours, uh, where the audience, could raise the questions because there many times I watch an interview and I go, they didn't ask that question. That would be so obvious to ask to get to the bottom of the truth. Uh, um, with CNN, remember what they did to the the kid wearing the MAGA hat and the Indian, and they made it sound like the um, Indian guy beating the drum was being blocked. Somehow the um, the kid wearing the MAGA hat got up in the Indian's face, and then when you pull back and you got all of the footage you realize the Indian came over to them and was beating the drum. Uh, and that uh, resulted in a, a large lawsuit for CNN defamation, was it not? Um, so both uh, media outlets do it, but you, you, you really got to watch all of the media outlets because I, I believe when you look at all Al, the- can you compare a media outlet lying to people saying that one candidate actually won an election that they lost? We got to make it apples to apples here. Now, have they, watched, have they all like left stuff out because it may, you know, go counter to the point that the anchor is making? But I need an ex- like we got to like not have like inconsistent narratives here. Where has CNN? I don't know why we're picking on them. MSNBC is way worse than CNN. Where have they said that this Democratic candidate that lost the election actually won? When have they deceived like never, with intention? Like they haven't. There's no comparison. I'm going to tell you this. I never heard a Fox News host that Donald Trump actually won the election. I know they had a lot of people on questioning the election, and some of the people you go, oh, they're kind of... Al, they like, said it they, every they, night for a year. They did not. They did not. They did not. Okay, I'm gonna, let me, I need to keep reading the story. They interviewed that, that would uh, intimate that, but I'd never heard uh, any of the, Fox, uh, the major ones like uh, Tucker or Hannity say that Donald Trump actually won the election. They raised a lot of questions about it, but I've never heard them say. Do you watch Fox News every night? 
I watch the clips because I don't have cable, so I go to YouTube and I try to get long format and I look at multiple clips, okay, all over the news. And it, ABC is my favorite. CBS to me is the least biased because they seem to ask all the hard questions that I would ask. Uh, I, I see ABC is kind of biased because they leave stuff out. Um, and like I said, with that one guy with the the horns, they made it sound like he broke in and uh, jumped in Nancy's seat at the Capitol. But they actually had a lot of footage of the horns guy being escorted around by multiple police officers. And that doesn't make sense if someone is doing, uh, what do you call it, an incursion or what is uh, what do they call the riot? <laughs> uh, an anyway, insurrection. It didn't make sense. So, Insurrection. So when you watch it, you go, we've been lied to. And so I ask anytime you get a quote in the media, if they could show two minutes before the quote and two minutes after unedited so that we can get full context. I think that would go a long way. Well, that's also why we have a variety of news outlets. If you don't like the reporting style or the inconsistent interviewing on one network, you've got independent media. You've got a dozen or more other major news outlets. Like you're not, no one is ever supposed to get their information from just one source. Because if you don't, because the same people that are making the news might be interviewed on a variety of different media outlets and they all will have their own styles of interviewing. So if you feel like one network is leaving information out because maybe they don't want to ask certain questions because it may offend their corporate sponsors, you just follow that same person of interest to other media outlets and hopefully you get closer to the truth. Hopefully. Sure. And we should never have the government influencing the the news uh, networks. I think all that information should be out there. We should never have government officials saying don't let them talk about the hunter laptop story when it was actually real and they you know would lie that it was russian disinformation then later two years later you find out it was actually real we should never have that situation oh that happens every day though now government influence yeah, anyway. the media every day i appreciate your call though all right, give all right thank you so let me tell you how the government influences the media or attempts to it's called a press release i get 10 a day Hey, Sherwin, read this stuff we're doing. Uh, yeah, I know it's not the stuff that you want to actually hear about, but read all that we're making in the world perfect. Re- read it. I'll send it to every email address you have. Uh, the government always tries to influence the media. They also try to influence you. Elected officials that want to get reelected are going to use propaganda, mostly in their reelection campaigns, to be selective in what information they share and how they pat themselves on the back and they talk about their resumes and their accomplishments. Like, that's the game. But those of us that have been doing this long enough, especially those of us that have worked inside those rooms of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and American politics, I know what they're up to. All right, let's see. We got a whole bunch of calls. So y'all wait till hour three to call. We got Bob, Winky Blue, Gregory, and George, and I got some text messages as well. All right. Why don't we do this? We'll take a break, come back, and talk to everybody and anybody. The Truth, Sherwin Hughes. What's, what's, what's the name of the show? The Truth with Sherwin Hughes. That's what it is. On the new 1017 FM, we'll be right back. It's The Truth with Sherwin Hughes on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
Get to Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris. His financial empowerment interview with Northwestern Mutual on Wednesday, March 15th, the Ides of March. At 4 p.m., Dr. Ken will be joined by J.B. Bell and Erica Wright, where they will celebrate Women's History Month and discuss how women can continue to break through the financial glass ceiling. Be sure to tune in to this informative conversation with Northwestern Mutual on Wednesday, March 15th. At 4 p.m. on The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris. And tune into The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on Thursday, March 9th at 5 p.m. as Supreme Court Justice candidate Janet Protasiewicz joins Dr. Ken for an interview. They will discuss why she believes you should vote for her to join the Wisconsin State Supreme Court on April 4th. Again, that's the Wisconsin Supreme Court Justice candidate Janet Protasiewicz on The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris Monday, March 9th. And tune in. Just tune in. So just don't ever turn your radio off. Just keep it locked to the truth forever. Tune into the new 1017 The Truth Community Spotlight today at 3.57 p.m. between the Tory Low Show hey, and Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris. We will be speaking with Nancy Hero, the executive director for Civic Music Milwaukee. Nancy will discuss Civic Music's Milwaukee's private lessons program, which is aimed toward helping families pay for high quality music lessons. I should sign up for that, Carrie. Again, that is the community spotlight with Civic Music Milwaukee today at 3.57 p.m. on the new and award winning 1017 The Truth. Wait a minute. I, th- I think I just I made a mistake everybody calm down it's the first time I screwed up let's talk to oh speaking of screw ups Bob you're on the new 1017 the truth how are you hello Sherwin I'm, I'm gonna try to hurry up real quick because right, I see you got a lot okay uh, when it comes to Trump you know, I don't understand why anybody don't understand to me he, what he didn't tell us about COVID-19 and caused thousands of people to die is worse than January 6th. And uh, the next thing, uh, you know, you know, when somebody asks you, ask you, ask me, what has democracy done for you? I can understand why you would tell them. You know, uh, I, I got to go to other people uh, that, that understand this, this in college or in high school because I'm not going way back down there, you know, because what had they done for me? I get $200 a month uh, because of the union, milk drivers union. That's what they've done for me. And, and, and you know, I, I, that, that's it. I, I, you know, it, it's, it's a whole lot more, but they've done, that's one thing that they've directly done for me. When somebody asks me, what had a Democrat done for you? And Terry Lowe asked me to play the saxophone on his radio station. You should do it. You know, what, what I say is, see, I, you and Kerry, I take the lead on your radio station. You know, you say I'm too unmobile and I don't want you to fall and, I and I, you know, I want you to stay home. I stay home. I want you to come. I come. Yeah. You and you and Carrie are kind of like my leads for your station period. 
But if Tory Lowe wants you to play the saxophone, Bob, play the saxophone for Tory Lowe. We don't say no to Tory Lowe around here. Tory Lowe gave you an invitation to come on his show and play that horn. You better play that horn, man. I don't know. I told Terry Lowe. Tory. I told Terry Lowe yesterday. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. You know, I can, you know, my my radio didn't burn out, you know, from your smoke. Uh, I can buy maybe a neck bone here and there, you know. He laughed, you know. But, uh, no, it's, it's, you, you, you and Kerry are my guys with your radio station, you know. Right, and, uh, you know, I'll talk to you later, sir. All right, Bob. Thank you very much. Bob said democracy got him $200 a month from the Milkman Union. What can you even do with $200 a month? I bet you he brought $200 that day he came to my radio show to play the saxophone. He was giving 20s out like candy. Thought it was trick-or-treating. Bob didn't have no candy. He had money. Let's talk to Winky Blue. You're on the new 1017 The Truth. Uh, Winky, before you get into what you're going to say, can I ask you a question, sir? Sure, go ahead. We had a debate in the studio this morning between myself, Telly Hughes, Melanie Ricks, uh, Kyle Wallace. We're all trying to determine how old you are. I think I know how old you are and what I guessed. They you know, did no, not. Then why you want to know how old I am, man? Because we want to know. Because it shouldn't be a secret. Because it I'm, helps I'm, us I'm place you old. in an age group. How old is you, man? But but, but I'm all across. I'm all across, brother. I got, I'm I'm 38 years old. No, man. you're not. That's not true. Yeah, I'm 38. Now. What that's decade were you? Was again, you born bro. in in the 60s? Hey, that's when I got. Hey, man, look here. That's when I got born again. Them other years don't mean nothing, okay? I called in on your challenge, man. Your challenge, man. Can you tell me, me what decade about, were you born in the sixties or the seventies or the fifties? No, the sixties, right? No, 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 man. I was born in the doggone uh, uh, late, late seventies, eighties, the early eighties. It don't make no difference. Why this guy? Because see, I man? thought that you were I'm younger young. than I me. Everywhere. I can. Hey, look here. I relate to everybody. We know that. I'm so diverse because because I'm still out here. I still move. I shake and move. I thought you you were in your mid-40s. I thought that you are younger than me. You're older than me, John. That's what I thought. They thought you was like 10 years older than you are. (laughs) But people think I'm 10 years older than I am, too, because I'm so damn smart. Well, listen, let them think all that, man, okay? What me and you finna talk about right now, you got a challenge out there for your listeners. You said, hey, listen, yeah. where CNN has told us, let me tell you something about CNN on, on presidential deal. When Al Gore was running, you couldn't beat CNN for about 90 days, 45 to 90 days. Well, well take about 45 days, I think, to settle that deal. CNN was, was standing up with the libs saying, hey, this has been a fraud. It's been a, a ballot thrown in uh, the river down in Florida, everything. So that's one. The okay. second deal is that whenever you got a person that Donald Trump had to really believe that he had been frauded, I'm just going to use our state, state of Wisconsin, because the dude spent about $4 million on just to have somebody go back in and recount. He really believed some kind of way he had got a hold to some information that, hey, he's been defrauded in Wisconsin. So he spent about 4 or $5 million of his own dollars, not no taxpayers' money. This was his own money just to get, in the, just to, get to the table. Okay, so that made things believable like this, dude. Anybody willing to do that, 
believes that they've been really fraud. There's some fraud been involved. Okay. So then we, that's one, those are two points that I just made. Then I want to go on to say from the thought about you with the, with hope, seeing NBC. NBC is, um, I don't even want to go over there with Rachel Meyer right now because we know what that's all about. But now, and we know what Fox is all about, ratings. But anybody that spends that kind of money will, will, will peak the curiosity and it will keep the story living. So I understand what Fox is doing, and CNN was on the other side that they was getting paid too. But I would like in, uh, CNBC or whatever that is. What is it? NBC? MSNBC. NBC. No, not MSNBC. I'm talking about NBC. NBC. Okay. Um, right. They, 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 if they, they show you that they're just, that, that, that they are kind of one sided or they go with the uh, negative narrative, uh, 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 they, they play it biased. They never played one time the smidget of Joe Biden at, on, um, Joe Biden on his, um, uh, on Meet the Press on the LGBT about 2005, that interview that he did, when he talked about you're all, nothing you can do not to be a man. Um, uh, uh, you don't have a uterus. Your body don't produce AIDS. There's nothing you can do to be a woman. Uh, and you, you'll find yourself dead and people will drive past that grave marker and know that there was a man. And if ever discovered, they will go back in and find the shell find a, a skeleton of a male. They never showed that. They never played that, brother, about Joe Biden before he came to this great awakening that we have to do something with, you know, love for everybody in the whole deal. But they never played that. We got to leave it there, Wiggy, because I got four, three more people well, on Let me give you one more. All right, give me, you got real quick, give me one, one more. more. A good one. Okay, one more. One Bring more. it home. I never we got the, we got the dog on um, the, 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 down in Atlanta. They're attacking that uh, police city. And it's Antifa coming in to do it. I never see MDC or you or nobody else talk about these crackers that come in from other states and start wars and make it look like we the blacks is doing it. Them honkies doing it. Hey, that's not nice. Now I'm out. All right. You had to get in his racial slurs. Let's talk to George. Thank you for holding. You're on the new 1017 The Truth. Man, I made it in the grocery store and out the grocery store and didn't get passed over. What a miracle. <laughs> I wouldn't do that to hey, you, George. Sure. Hey, sure. The only thing I had, had to add to the conversation when you were talking to uh, Al, I think most of the callers know which way, if you start calling long enough, which way we all lean, left, whether it's left, right, or in the middle. you know. And so we are going to kind of – go with that narrative of who we think's right and who we think's wrong, you know. Only thing that I want to call and say is that if anybody, and he didn't do it and I was mad because he didn't do it, if anybody that the vote was stolen for from, it was when Al Gore and Bush ran. 100%. I don't know if you agree with that. 100%. I don't know if you okay. Yeah, and so he didn't do it. I was like, dude, why you give up so easy? You know, and so to me, that was an election that was stolen now. Your, your, your right-leaning people, I think I heard two or three of them on, they may not agree with that, but history, if you go back and look at history, I would say if anybody stole an election, that was a stolen election. I'm going to leave it at that. Thank you, sir. Appreciate the call. Yep. I think it was when they were recounting the votes in Florida. Do you know how many black folks got disenfranchised in Florida? Thousands. So Al Gore won the state of Florida. 
But the U.S. Supreme Court intervened as they were recounting the votes. Remember the butterfly ballots and the hanging chads and all that stuff? So they're counting the votes. And as soon as George W. Bush got up by 500, because the leads would go back and forth as they counted ballots from this county or from this city, it would, the lead would go back and forth. So whatever county they were on, might have been Broward, George W. Bush went up by 531 votes, I think. And the U.S. Supreme Court said, stop counting. No, but no, no, we still got several other counties, majority black, majority Democrat. No, you are to stop counting by order of the U.S. Supreme Court. And that is how George Bush became the 41st president, right? Was he 41? No, 43. His daddy was 41. I'm going to take a break, come back, got a couple more calls. Gregory and, oh, God, Dion, the non-voter. I got to call him G. All right. All right. Sorry, G, your name came up on my screen as the rest of your first name. The Truth with Sherwin Hughes will be right back. It's The Truth with Sherwin Hughes on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. G, you're on the new 1017 The Truth. Sorry I kept you on hold for so long, but everybody else is so long-winded. Now you get to be long-winded. No, no problem. Believe uh, me, I, I got to call him G. <laughs> yeah, but uh, hey, uh, I, can, can you hear me, Sherwin? I can hear you perfectly, G. Uh, okay, that's all. I, <laughs> hey, I, I just get amazed with, uh, I remember uh, Sher- was it Sherman Park Al. He called in one time and said the media be lying on Trump, and and then a uh, uh, Winky Blue want to call in and just defend, uh, which is their right to do, you know. But uh, they they are being sued. Am I correct? And Big time. Uh, didn't Ru- didn't Rupert Murdoch admit? I mean, are they are they hearing this? Or are they are they just turning a a, a blind ear to, or are they paying attention to? Uh, what the media is that a lie too? That the media is putting out there that they're being sued for over a billion dollars, and and I, and I hope they that that they do uh, that he has to pay up because when when they know that they were putting out falsehoods like that, and, and then uh, uh, George called in and uh, and, and you kind of you know uh, about the election in Florida how that was stolen from Al Gore. That, I was going to bring up that point, but uh, jo- you and George. Uh, kind of brought that, you know, brought that to light, how the election was stolen. And uh, I, I just I just don't understand, you know, do, do they really realize that what Donald Trump was trying to do to this country, he was trying to steal an election? Does that matter to you? Do you know the ramifications that would have came about if he had succeeded with, with, um, with uh, changing this country forever, if he, he would have been able to... Uh, stop those electoral votes from being counted and, and, and things like that. I don't, I don't think they really realized the danger that was about to happen if he would have succeeded with that. But like I said, if they want to follow a, a, a chronic habitual liar, more power to you. But, you know, that, that's all I want to say. I just want to uh, just bring up that point. So thanks Thank a lot. You. Appreciate you, G. I've got, oh, my, um, seven, nine articles here where Tucker Carlson either talks about how much he hates Donald Trump, calls him a liar, says he is a demonic force. 
Documents released in recent weeks as part of a $1.6 billion defamation suit against Fox by Dominion Voting Systems have revealed extraordinary private communications and depositions from the network's star hosts and executives. In those statements, many of them expressed disbelief about President Donald J. Trump's false claims that the 2020 election was stolen from him, even though the network continued to promote many of those lies on air. Regardless of the outcome of the case, which is scheduled to go on trial in April, one host in particular, Tucker Carlson, but referred to in my text messages here is not Tucker, but replacing the T with an F Carlson appears to have a tricky road to navigate with his audience in his private messages. Mr. Carlson, who generally provides strong support of Republicans on the air, repeatedly showed contempt for Mr. Trump and some of his closest allies. I've got one, two, three, four, five examples from the documents on Trump's business history. As votes were being counted in the 2020 presidential election, Mr. Carlson texted with his producer, Alex Piefer, Fiefer, fretting about viewers turning away from Fox News after the network called Arizona for Biden. Alex says Trump has a pretty low rated success in his business ventures. Tucker Carlson says that's for sure. All of them fail. What he's good at is destroying things. He's the undisputed world champion of that. On Trump's plan to skip Biden's inauguration, a staff member texted Mr. Carlson to say that they'd heard Mr. Trump was planning not to attend the inauguration, an important symbol of the peaceful transfer of power. Tucker Carlson says, I heard about that in the I heard about the inauguration. Hard to believe. So destructive. Carlson also says it's disgusting. I'm trying to look away. On his interactions with Trump's team over Sidney Powell, a Trump lawyer, Mr. Carlson texts with Fox News host Laura Ingraham about Sidney Powell, a lawyer for Mr. Trump and one of the biggest promoters of the unfounded election fraud claims. Tucker Carlson says, I had to try to make the White House disavow her, which they obviously should have done long before. Laura Ingraham says no serious lawyer could believe anything that they're saying. Carlson says, But they said nothing in public. Pretty disgusting. And now Trump, I learned this morning, is sitting back and letting them lose the Senate. He doesn't care. I care. On his desire to move on from Trump, Tucker Carlson texts with members of his staff two months after the 2020 election and two days before the insurrection at the Capitol building about looking forward to not having to cover Donald Trump. Carlson said, we are very, very close to being able to ignore Trump. Most nights, I truly can't wait. Carlson says, I hate him passionately. Let's talk to Dion, the non. You're on the new 101.7 The Truth. Hi, Sherwin. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, sir. How are you? I'm doing well. Just getting ready to go to my place of employment. Where do you work at again, Dion? Never would I never. No, sir. Why? No, sir. What if because somebody want to come see you? What if Miss Shaq want to come kiss you and give you some sugar? Mm-mm, I can't. I can't do that. I can't do that. Right. I can't do that. Right. I'm being no. I'm being flawed. I don't, I'm not even their friends on Facebook. I'm being flawed in too many racist conflicts. So I don't want to put my job in jeopardy because there'll be like someone with your thoughts and your point of view of life and about other ethnicities and other sexualities, we don't need that type of activity in your place of employment, so there, let me go. Why are you so anyway, big at it, Dion? Uh, I'm an American. Okay. That's that sums it up. That so you're an American, up. so that means be a bigot. 
Yes, yes, yes. Who should I hate? If you so, had to give me one group to really, really hate, who do you think I should hate? I, I ain't going to say. Why not? I'm not say. Well, who do you hate the most? I'm not going to say. Europeans. Oh, why? Um, from what they, from what happened, transpired in our past. You know, I'm I'm really enthralled into our uh, history and our culture. So I don't know how deep you is into it, and maybe you look at it like it's the past. You know, but some of those people, you know, and even though the people that live today had nothing to do with the past, but what happened in the past reflects today on why we've been treated the way we've been treated on certain laws, on everything that you speak of. Okay. But another thing, though, I got two questions real quick. I'm not going to be long winded. When you first kicked off, I said something about the moon. I don't believe we ever been to the moon. Sorry, I just died. Well, that's actually that's okay. That doesn't mean we didn't go. It just makes you a non-believer. Yeah, yeah but I don't think we did, though. And right. another thing, I haven't heard you say anything about the, uh, the, the Memphis Grizzlies player. How do you feel about that? What did he do? Oh yeah, well, <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't really follow sports like that. <laughs> yeah, he. Uh, well, you know, well, you know, he 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 played for the Memphis Grizzlies, and he was in a in a strip club, and he showed a gun. Oh yeah, Zach talked morning. about that one morning. They talked about it on the morning show. So, all right, a NBA player was in a shake joint, and he showed a gun. Did he shoot a stripper? Nope. Okay. Nope. He just showed a gun nah, in the strip club. Yeah, yeah. That's all to, I just wanted to Try to, to rob know. somebody or what, did he just had a gun and said, look, I got a gun? Now, he didn't even do that. You have to see the video, but I just wanted your input on it, though. You know, it's on YouTube. Well, what's your take on the it. Memphis Grizzly player with a gun in the shake joint? Oh, I got, you know, he was wrong. Don't get me wrong. He was wrong. But okay. I also feel um, he has Second Amendment rights, for one. And I also feel that maybe if he was, sh- if, maybe if he showed himself hunting, would it have been a different outcome? Or maybe if he showed his gun collection, maybe it'd have been a different outcome. But I also look at as white America, look at no matter how much money these Negroes, we give these Negroes opportunity, they still behave in such a manner. Huh. They mannerism. You understand what I'm saying? So I believe, you know, he's suspended indefinitely. But I believe they're gonna strip him. They 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 just gonna do it to him. They're gonna make an example of him, and they gonna you know they won't they want their Negroes to be in place and, and and be real good dudes. You know I don't know if you've seen a documentary on Showtime by a dude. His name was Chris Jackson. I can't pronounce his Muslim name, but they destroyed him, and he didn't stand up for the national anthem. You you understand what I'm saying? So I, I believe they're gonna make an example out of him. You know, and but they can. Know, I mean, this is this is different. If it was just a regular black man who pulled a gun in the strip club, that's one thing. But if you have a contractual agreement and obligation where you get to play a sport, mm-hmm. you get to play a game mm-hmm. and you represent a franchise and they pay you millions of dollars, there can be a bunch of morality clauses that you sign. They might say you can't even go to a strip club. In fact, a member of Congress, he's no longer alive. His name is Jerry Kletchka he made his employees sign a morality clause where they would not go to strip clubs. And if you went, 
you could be and you would be terminated. So maybe the Memphis Grizzlies mm-hmm. don't want the negative PR and the blowback from one of their players acting a whole fool in shake joint. So they very well could suspend him because for all we know, he may have signed something saying that he would not do certain things and engage in certain behaviors that could bring negative attention, negative press and shame to the organization. That is their right to do so. He can go play basketball overseas. He'll be all right. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. He go play basketball overseas, but two hundred fifty million dollars to fumble that bag, you know. But I mean, you know, it is what that's him being a dummy. The strip club is the least likely place you would ever need a gun. Because where can the strippers hide a gun? They're not armed. You know what I mean? And and another thing, you know, I want to just, you know, just to tap in, you know, about you know, you be talking about the election and stuff like that. I just can't wait, you know, to see what's going, who all running for president. I think what's that, the governor, Arkansas, like, oh, my God, like, like, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Like I said, I don't participate in the political system, but it's kind of cartoonish just to see these people. They're comedic. What's her name? Huckleberry Finn or the one Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Oh, my God, man. These, whew, I don't know what type of juice the Republicans are drinking, though, but they they ain't got it all, though. I ain't going to lie to you. Now, like I said, I, I believe in conservatism, you know, and conservative values. But some of them is just, whew, they also, you know, like I said, I, I miss the good old days uh, when we could we could say a, a, a slander and, it, you know, hey, it is what it is. Though. You I miss the make America it. great again days. You miss the good old days. I miss the good old days. You know what the good old days was like, though. You know, when you could, you know, you could grab a woman and, it's not sexual assault, you know. She'll laugh at you and be like, boy, stop playing. <laughs> All right, sir, I'm going to let you go, man. Bye, Dion. <laughs> All right, bye. You got Carrie over here mad. I turned my damn mic off by accident. So wait a minute. He said the good old days. He didn't. Did he really say that? You could grab a woman and it wasn't sexual assault. Oh, I, Yeah, I, he I, said that. You should have got his butt. Well, good thing those days are gone. Right? Like, what do you... Women are... Darn it, Dion! Don't touch women! Yes. Does he still think he could go around touching people? Because remember, he tried to touch me at Juneteenth. Yes, he did. He touched all of us at Juneteenth. Yes, he, he hugged everybody. Okay. Well, Dion, stop it. Don't keep your hands to yourself. Hashtag me too. Hashtag he too, because he touched me too as well. The truth with Sherwin Hughes will be right back. This is The Truth with Sherwin Hughes on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Congratulations, Truth listeners. You've heard me talk about owning your own home with Axe Housing, and our audience is making home ownership happen. In fact, Last year, 145 African-American families became first-time home buyers. They worked very closely with their Axe Housing coach. They created plans and budgets, and on average, they doubled their usual down payment. If you're not dreaming of home ownership by now, you should be. You can get started on virtual orientation by clicking on the truth link at axehousing.org. That's A-C-T-S housing.org. Don't let where you are financially today get in the way of your bright future. Axe coaches are here to help. That's Axe Housing. Dot org and the black owned business give back is back we've again teamed up with associated bank to help local black businesses grow and succeed together 
So this year, we're going to award five black businesses $6,000 worth of free commercial advertising for three months. To sign up for this opportunity, go to blackbusinessgiveback.com. Let's rebuild our community's backbone through exposure on the truth. For official contest rules, head to blackbusinessgiveback.com. Associated Bank member, FDIC. 414949. I think that's Miss Shaq, actually. Says, I'm sorry, but that John sounds like a buffoon. And this is probably the second time in my life that I've used that word. That guy's crazy. So John was the guy that said, I'm being intentionally dishonest and deceptive. And then he said, well, CNN does the same thing as Fox News. And I was like, okay, cool. Give me an example. He was like, well, because they did it one time when they did it. I was like, okay, well, do you have like an actual example that we can discuss or debate? They did the thing when they did it and they did it. Congress, Kurt says. And now I can't say that. It's Tucker Carlson, Congress, Kurt. It's not spelled with an F. Tucker Carlson is now editing the January 6th video to support his and his colleagues' view of the events of that day. I don't think anything's going to happen to Fox News. So they're going to end up settling with uh, Dominion, the voter machine company. So they're going to settle. But I don't think any of them. Tucker may lose his job. He might step down because the heat and the backlash might be too great. Because he's lost all his credibility. He got his audience to to fall in love with Trump because the way he romanticized everything related to Trump. And now we come to find out he thinks Trump is a demonic force and he hates him passionately and personally. Like, how do you face your viewers that you that you hypnotize to loving and voting for and supporting Donald Trump, even when Donald Trump lost? Like, how do you go back and face your viewers? But Fox News as a corporation. Nothing really is going to happen to them because Freedom of speech even covers lying, which is unfortunate. Lion says, again, it's Tucker Carlson, you guys, with a T, not an F. Should be charged with false reporting. Fox News should be charged with false reporting, too. Good Life says, hey, Sherwin, I always enjoy the informative info you share each day. You have four leaders on your intro commercial. Would you give the names in order from first to last? I am familiar with two, but I'm not familiar with the others. I would like to follow them all. So um, who do I talk to in the intro? Bobby Seale, founder and chairman of the Black Panther Party, the Reverend Jesse Jackson, Eric Holder, the 84th and first African-American U.S. attorney general who served under Barack Obama. And then Dr. Cornell West. If you don't know who Dr. Cornell West is, read all of his books. He is a doctor of theology, has worked for Harvard and Princeton, has got a whole bunch of books. He goes on speaking circuits. I saw him when he came to UW-Milwaukee and now, oh, I don't know, 2000 and something. He's prolific. You know what? I didn't read a whole bunch of messages down here. Wait a second. Grant, did I, meet, did I read your messages? Where's Grant's messages at? LT says, Fox News in the morning said plenty of times that Donald Trump won the election. It was stolen and the machines were rigged. That's why they're getting sued. Mike from Mill Road says, can you do a Cat Williams impression? Like if Cat was mayor of Milwaukee. I know because I'd have to use too much profanity. And then Mike from Mill Road said Winky is ageless. I think Winky's like 45. Other people think he's more like 55. 414236 says, I thought I heard him say 
he went to Fifth Street School in the 70s. Talking about Winky. Winky, just tell us how old you are, man. Gene says, yeah, he hasn't given an example of the, quote, left media that is flat out lying to viewers either. Narrative is not the same as lying. I agree, Gene. Sir Chauncey says, Papa Sherwin and Mommy Carey, please allow your triple OG, great, great, great adopted godson, Bob, the sax player, to spread his wings or wing and play his sax elsewhere if he so chooses. Look, this ain't up to me. If Tory Lowe invited Bob to play on a Tory Lowe show, then he should. C-Note says, Jay Morant is a basketball player. He will not be charged. It's much to do about nothing. Dion said, don't do that, Carrie. Tim says, Liz Cheney helping spearhead the January 6th hearings. I'm leaning towards her if I vote red. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you. Have a great day.